0: Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: For months, Jesse Calvert and the man she loved had been working toward a certain goal, the possession of Ben's wealth for themselves. Following Brett Cameron's guidance, Jesse had persuaded Ben to disown his daughter, naming Jesse as his sole heir. But the unscrupulous Mr. Cameron was impatient. He refused to wait for the unknown day when the will would go into effect. And today, for the first time, Brett had outlined to Jesse the means by which they would obtain her freedom and Ben's money. It was a plan which sickened Jessie, frightened her. But as they sat under the trees in front of Brett's cottage overlooking the river, Brett offered her an ultimatum. It's your decision, my dear. Either
2: you cooperate to put an end to this waiting or there won't be anything to wait for. At least not for you and me. And I mean it, Jesse.
0: Yes, I know you do. But I also know you think you can get me to... Oh, Brett, you're so unreasonable. And whether you believe it or not, I honestly feel sorry for Ben. I... I can't help it.
2: Look, Jesse, it seems to me you missed the point that's the crux of this whole matter. Look, my sweet, the idea that we'll be instrumental in hastening something which is bound to happen to Ben in any case... Well, that's what's bothering you, isn't it?
0: Well, yes. I mean, if he hasn't much longer to live anyway.
2: And or... we know he hasn't. Dr. Lewis made that plain enough, didn't he? Oh,
0: yes. I suppose he did.
2: Well, then, don't you see, darling? It's simply a question of whether it happens sooner or later.
0: And from Ben's standpoint, that's a very important question. But my dear
2: girl, Ben wouldn't know the difference. In a way, it would be downright merciful.
0: Please don't try to convince me this would be a mercy killing. I'm not capable of that much self-deception.
2: I'm only asking you to look at it sensibly instead of emotionally. If men were in perfect health, the whole picture would be different.
0: Well, naturally. In that case, I... I don't... In that
2: case, I wouldn't blame you for being uncomfortable about it. But as it stands, there's absolutely no reason for us to reproach ourselves. Not if you look at it realistically. He's lived his life, Jesse. He's through. He's just living from day to day now. And living in constant fear. Just waiting. Expecting it.
0: Well, mm. of course, if you say Ben's an old man and his heart is bad...
2: Now you're beginning to be sensible. Jesse, the world functions on a very logical premise. The survival of the fittest. In this case, we belong in the latter category. All we have to do is recognize our place in the scheme of things and have the courage of our convictions.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, perhaps I have been foolish, I... I don't
2: know, Brett. Of course you have, darling. But I know you'd see things in a proper perspective. You're too intelligent not to. The trouble is that you feel sorry Ben has to die. Well, I do, too, objectively. However, if he does have to, it won't hurt him if we take advantage of the inevitable.
0: Oh, we're only all over. We're only in the
2: past. It will be soon, darling. Now, let's get this over with, and we we'll won't have to talk about it again. This is all you have to do. You drop into the drugstore tell Mr. Perry you want to refill Ben's prescription. Then, when you have the duplicate bottles, you empty the medicine out, fill them with water, and exchange them for the ones Ben's using now. You got a string?
0: Well, I'm so afraid they might suspect something at the drugstore. Not
2: you can handle it, darling. You're a very ingenious woman. You can get Perry so flustered with your charm, he'd hand over a loaded revolver.
0: Oh, don't be too sure.
2: I am, though. I'm counting on you, Jesse.
1: That's all you have to do. And then, darling, we'll have everything we want. Everything. But Jessie kept seeing her husband's face, remembering his affectionate concern for her nowadays, his gentleness. She sighed. And at that same moment, unaware of the threat to his life, Ben Calvert was at his office in conference with old Mr. Bergman, Mario Descari's neighbor.
0: Well, Henry, I've been expecting you to come in one of these days. Apparently, you've made up your mind about selling the farm. Yeah, Mr. Calvert. <clears throat> That's right. Uh, Louisa and I, we talked it over. <laughs> Good, fine. And you're not making a mistake? However, uh, first I must talk to you, Mr. Calvert. Uh, certainly, Indy. I didn't tell you for sure that you were to sell our land. Why? Right? Oh, but I got the idea. You wanted to wind things up in a hurry. Yeah, we want to get started right away. That's fine. But, Mr. Calvert, I came to see you because I just found out something. Oh? It's this new office that opened here. Office? What office? The new real estate office. Randy Lane's new office. So sure, what? Yeah. Well, when I found out that he was going into business, I got to thinking. Yes? You see, he's a young man. The age of my sons. He knew them at school. Emil and Klaus and Randy were good friends. What about it? When I heard he was going into business for himself, of that I decided I want to help him a little. It would make me feel good, you know. I'm not sure I do. I wanted to tell you first, to be honest with you, since I had talked once to you already. Uh, let me get this straight, Bergman. Are you trying to say you intend taking your business to Randy Lane? Yeah, that's it. I presume you've thought this over very carefully, Bergman? Oh, yeah. Very carefully. So, you want to turn the job over to a man who's had no experience, huh? I imagine he's agreed to accept a smaller commission. I'd expect him to try and undercut me. But I have not yet talked to him. First, I wish to speak to you. Very kind of you. And it's very kind of you to want to give a young man a boost but in your particular circumstances. Well, didn't you tell me you were concerned about your wife, that she was suffering from being there at the farm, all the memories? That is so. Well, then, surely you aren't going to hold up this move just to pacify some... Look, Halbert, I don't like a lot of talk and argument. I don't like people to try and change my mind for me once it's made up. I've come to tell you I'm going to let Randy Lane handle the sale. My farm is good. It ain't no white elephant. And I know Randy will do right by me. <sighs> I've seen people do plenty of foolish things since I've been in this business. But to turn over your farm to an inexperienced, irresponsible young man... Mr. Talbot, that I do not believe that Randy Lane is unresponsible. No. I know his mother, the kind of people he comes from. I know he will do okay. I don't know if his family's any recommendation. And I think they are. Oh, very well, Birdman. If you want to be stubborn, take chances with your property, maybe suffer a big loss. No, I will not lose. Then it's on your own head. And remember this, remember that I told you so. Yeah, Mr. Cowart. I'll remember. Now I go to see your Andy. All right, go ahead. And if months from now you find yourself with that farm still on your hands, don't come to me for sympathy. Because I assure you, you won't get any. Nein. I do what I think is right. And take what comes. Well, I can tell you what you've got coming to you from Randy Lane. But you'll be back in here someday. And when you do come back... No, Mr. Calvert. I won't be back. When I see a businessman like you, trying to hold a sale by... By running down the other fellow. No. Mr. Calvert, I won't be back. Trying to hold the sail. What gave him the idea? It... Duttering. Where's or... <laughs> the <Wish of> medicine? <laughs> was right here. It's gone. Come on. Thanks. Here it is.
1: Ben hastily gulped down the drops of medicine he put into the glass of water poured from the water cooler on his desk. In a few minutes, his color was more normal, his breathing less painful. The medication was doing its work. But I wonder, Ben, how long it will be before the day you reach for the medicine which brings such relief and take out instead a bottle filled with plain water, placed ready for you by Jesse, your own wife.